welcome to The Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hi everyone, welcome back to The Sensitive and Soulful Show. I'm your host, Alyssa Boyer. I hope everyone is doing well. I hope you had a lovely holiday season. We are now at the end of the year, getting close to a brand new year, 2022. And I hope that you're able to just have some restful, relaxing time right now. I think we all can can use that in our lives. And yeah, at the end of the year, it's always just a nice time to kind of go into hibernation mode if you're able and start preparing for a brand new year with full of opportunities and new things to, to manifest. And it's exciting. I, I always love this time of year. It's, it's fun to just kind of get ready for what's next. So I'm excited to dig into today's topic because I know this is something that is going to serve you greatly. When you learn how to do this, you give yourself so much freedom and you really enhance your experience of life. You enhance the relationships in your life. It just helps a ton to know how to do this. So what I'm talking about is how to not take things personally. I feel like this is something I hear a lot of sensitive people struggling with, and I can relate firsthand. I used to feel like everything was personal. I was always thinking people were mad at me. I was thinking that every snide comment was a personal attack. Like, for instance, even when I would get a text from a friend, if she used a period instead of an exclamation point, I would go in my mind and be like, oh no, what did I do? Did I say something wrong? Is she mad at me? Or say uh, a random stranger on the street kind of gave me a weird look. I'd automatically be like, wow, they hate me. Oh my gosh. Did I, did I do something weird? Did, do I look strange right now? Like, why did they give me that look? I took everything personally. And as a result of that, I suffered. I was anxious a lot. I was always trying to avoid anyone ever being upset with me. Like, talk about people pleasing. I was such a people pleaser. And I just felt like I always had to be on the defense and watching out for people to, you know, I didn't want people to be upset with me, whatever that looked like. And so this is something I hear from a lot of other sensitive people. And I think that, you know, one reason that we often struggle with taking a lot of things personally is one, we're going to be more emotionally sensitive. So yeah, if somebody maybe uses a different tone with us, if they're a little bit cranky or a little bit short with us, 
we are typically more emotionally sensitive. So that might kind of trigger a response in us because we can sense like, oh, something's off with them. And as fixers, as as the ones who want to make everything better, it can be easy to feel like, oh, this is my fault and, and they're doing this because of me. So, oh, I, I did something wrong or I need to fix it. Like we're just very aware of other people's emotional state. And if we don't have like strong boundaries with ourselves, it can be really easy for us to take that on and maybe even take it personally. Another reason I think a lot of highly sensitive people struggle with taking things personally is many of us struggle with anxiety. We all have uh, nervous systems that are going to be more sensitive than non-HSPs, right? So with a more sensitive nervous system means that oftentimes we will feel more overwhelmed, overstimulated more easily than others, and this can evoke feelings of anxiety. We might be more likely to ruminate and overthink and stress out because our nervous systems are so reactionary and it's kind of putting our body into this like fight or flight mode and making us feel very unsettled. And so when we get this sense that maybe someone's upset with us and we're taking that personally, it it can feel like we're going into survival mode almost where it's like, oh no, I got to fix this. Like something's wrong. This person isn't acting how they normally are. And it's probably because of me and I need to fix it. Like it's very much this like anxious loop. And that brings me to my third point. A lot of HSPs can be extra hypervigilant. So what I mean by this is we're going to be constantly like noticing emotional cues from other people and kind of like paying very close attention to every move they make because we're kind of on edge making sure everything's okay. And one reason we might be more hypervigilant and be kind of in this like observant, like kind of obsessing state, one reason for that it may be past trauma. If you had an unpredictable family member where you didn't know what kind of mood they were going to be in, and so you kind of had to watch for the cues that, oh, this isn't going to be a good night just based on their the way they're stomping around the house. Past traumas can totally cause us to be more hypervigilant in our lives because, again, it's just like a survival mechanism. We're literally like watching out for signs that something might not be okay so that we can, you know, get ready to protect ourselves or go on the defense. So that's one one reason we can be hypervigilant. Also, as highly sensitive people, like, again, we're just more attuned to small details and shifts and emotions and energy. And so it can be very natural for us to notice those shifts and pick up on it. And then if we're anxious, if we're feeling insecure, It can cause us to really take things personally and feel like it's automatically about us. So I want to tell you, the thing that changed this for me, the thing that literally stopped me from taking things personally, like I'm I'm so much better about this. I, I rarely take things super personally. What really helped me was the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. If you have not read this book, like I recommend every single person go out and get it. It's a short book. It's something that you can literally keep on your bedside and refer to it anytime you need a reminder. Like this book literally changed my life. And so one of the agreements, one of the four agreements is don't take anything personally. 
And this was so eye-opening for me. What I learned from this book was that so often we just assume everyone is thinking about us. Like we're so caught up in our worlds. We're so aware of every little mistake we make. We're so aware of our internal thoughts and our flaws and it's our lives, right? Like we're right up in it. And so because we're so caught up in it, it can be very easy for us to assume like, you know, someone makes a snide remark to us and we're like, oh my gosh, they hate me. They see how dumb of a person I am. And we are immediately often taking everything personally right away because we are so naturally caught up in our own worlds that it can be easy to assume that like everyone else is thinking that about us too. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so exposed. They see me for what I really am. And we'll just, it's like an insecurity. You know so intimately the not so glamorous parts of yourself. And so we can be, feel edgy about that. And the truth is, if we're thinking so deeply about ourselves and about our lives all the time, because hello, that's human. If we're doing that, well, doesn't that mean like everyone else is doing that? Like we are all caught up in our own realities, in our own worlds. Like we all have this narrative going on in our mind every single day. We all have insecurities and fears and dreams and hopes and wishes, like every single one of us. And so in a way, it's very like, I don't mean this in a bad way, so please don't take it as such, but it's very selfish for us to assume that like every short answer back, every weird look, every, you know, grumpy mood is automatically directed at us. Like, thank goodness that no one is thinking about us as much as we're thinking about us. They're simply not. Every single human being is caught up in their own world, in their own life, in their own dramas. They are simply not thinking about you as much as you think they might be. And so to me, I found this very freeing to kind of understand that. Like, I think things are per- were personal. Like, I always thought that because I was just so wrapped up in my stories and like, so everyone else must be wrapped up in my stories too and just see how how imperfect I am. And honestly, no, we are all in our own stories. And I hear so many people telling me that they're nervous to post on social media because like, what will people think? People are going to judge me. They're going to laugh at me. They're going to think I'm weird. Honestly, think about how bombarded all of us are on our social media feeds. Like you're scrolling past people, you might have a thought about it, and then you move on. It's not like something you're going to sit and like focus on forever, most likely. And in the chance that someone does judge you and does not like what you share, does have an opinion about you, well, guess what? It's not your business. It is not your business what other people think of you because everyone is going to have an opinion. And why do you need to know that? Why do we need to know what every single random person thinks of us? We don't. It's not our business. And everyone, this is another thing I learned in the book, everyone has their own perception of the world and we all have our own past traumas and experiences and beliefs that we formed through our lives. And so what anyone says to you, what anyone thinks of you is through their own unique lens. They are naturally going to be projecting their own beliefs and fears and past traumas and all of that onto others because that's the lens through which they see life. For instance, from my background, we didn't grow up talking openly 
about politics. Like we didn't go to family functions and talk about who we voted for or what we were thinking or whatever. It just wasn't something that my family did. I don't know if this, this was just a Midwest thing maybe, or just like the culture of my family. And so that's what I was used to. And so when I started being around people where they did talk about that and there was a lot of debate and there was a lot of open conversation, it was like, whoa, this is a lot. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. My first response was to judge it and to be like, geez, this is inappropriate. Like, why are you talking about this? This is not something that you talk about. And I was having my own personal reaction to this situation simply because of my own background and upbringing. Like, okay, that wasn't the reality of how I grew up. That doesn't mean that wasn't somebody else's reality. That doesn't mean my way is right and their way is wrong or vice versa. So that's just like, you know, one random example of how we each have different experiences that are going to shape us. And so it's going to shift the way we look at the world around us. And again, I just find that really empowering because when someone has a reaction to you, if something about you triggers them, like if it actually is personal or it feels personal, I should say, if they're like, yeah, if somebody is like triggered by you and like says something rude to you, it is their own projection onto you due to their past experiences. Oftentimes it actually has nothing to do with you. And I've had to remind myself of this often when I'll get comments on my social media that are kind of like questioning me or kind of like are unkind. It can be super easy for me to want to take that personally and be like, wow, this person hates me. They think I'm such a bad person. Like they don't get me. And the truth is they just have their own projections and life experience. Like I can think of one example where I was promoting my HSP membership community and I had a woman comment and say like, haha, I would never pay money for this. I don't understand why you would pay for that. And to me, I was like, why would you say that? That is so mean, like really hurt my feelings. It really triggered me. And then I sat with it. I was like, okay, I have a lot of people who do see the value in paying for this. And you know what? This is just this one one woman's experience. Maybe she has not felt comfortable investing in herself. Maybe she has seen personal development work as not something that you pay money for okay, that's fine. That's her personal experience. It does not mean anything personally about me. It doesn't mean that I'm doing something wrong. It doesn't mean that I don't have value. It's just her one perspective. So I hope that's like an example that can help as well because there are so many times where things can feel very much directed at you and you can either choose like to take it personally and to let it totally wreck your mood, wreck your day, make you mad at that person Or you can kind of shift it and distance yourself and be like, whatever, that's their perception. That's cool. It's not the truth for me. Move on. And I'm going to read to you a passage from from the Four Agreements because I love this. I love it. So whatever you think, whatever you feel, I know is your problem and not my problem. It is the way you see the world. It is nothing personal because you are dealing with yourself, not with me. Others are going to have their own opinion according to their belief system. So nothing they think about me is really about me, but it is about them. 
I hope that hearing all of this is kind of empowering you to see that it is really not about us all the time. And again, people are so caught up in their own mellow, melodramas and life and insecurities and all the things. Like, they are so not thinking about us as much as we think they are. They are so not. It's just like, whatever. And again, if they are, if something is a personal, feels like a very personal attack, someone points a finger at you, they yell at you. Again, of course, it's, you know, it's important to be, have, take personal responsibility and, and be thoughtful. Like, hmm, did I, you know, did I cross a line? Did I say something inappropriate? Was I rude? Was I disrespectful? Like, yes, please, we are adults. Like, let's take ownership if we have been in the wrong. But if you can kind of do that assessment, and it's like, no, like, this feels like an overreaction. This doesn't feel, you know, correct. Like, okay, distance yourself from it. Understand that other people might be triggered because of their own past experiences, and they might project some stuff onto you, and it's not about you. It's about them. Even if you do something wrong and you mess up, that's okay. You can always say sorry. It can be mended. It's okay. Like, we're allowed to make mistakes, we're allowed to be imperfect, but I just think that so often we're taking things personally when it's so not personal. And I think one other thing that really helps with us learning to take things less personally is really validating ourselves and boosting our own self-confidence. Because a lot of times, and like what I can say from my own experience is, I struggled the most with taking things personally when I didn't feel good about myself because I just just like again I just assumed that everyone could kind of see my imperfections and flaws and like I just assumed everyone was judging me because I was insecure and so if that is something that is hard for you and you really struggle with insecurity like one I empathize with you deeply and two, we can definitely work on that. There are most definitely so many ways where we can begin to boost our self-esteem and our self-worth and start to feel more confident. And in the coming weeks, I'm going to be offering more ways for you to do that, including an awesome thing I am working on, an offer that is going to address exactly that because I think a lot of times at the core for so many of us, we struggle a lot because we're feeling low self-worth and insecure and second-guessing ourselves a lot. So we can be a lot more reactive to any sign that somebody dislikes us or disapproves of us. So at the core, a lot of it is like, hmm, how do I feel about myself and what am I making this mean about me? So it's a layered thing for sure. But what I've laid out in this podcast episode is seriously what I have done to work through this issue myself. And I can truly say that I don't take things personally the way that I used to. I shared that example again of, of that comment I received. It hurt my feelings. I acknowledged it. I distanced myself. I looked at it. No, it's not about me. It's all good. Move on. File it in the back of your mind. Move on. Um, and one other tool I'll, I will offer that I think would be helpful is practicing a cord cutting meditation and I will link my cord cutting meditation in the show notes here. And so why this is helpful is, you know, say you've had a day where you just had some challenging interactions with people, you had moments where, you know, you did take things personally for a little bit there and you did feel like someone was triggered by you and it made you feel uncomfortable and you're still kind of like holding on to that. The cord cutting meditation is going to be such a great way for you to kind of 
detach and release that feeling so that you can get back into your own energy. It's important for us to have practices to detach from that and come back to ourselves in a healthy, grounded way. So definitely practice the cord cutting meditation. I've heard so many great things from so many of you about that meditation. So I think it's something everyone should totally try at least once and see if it helps you out. So I really, really hope that you found this episode supportive. I know, again, this is like such a tough one and it's something that seriously all of us have probably struggled with at one time or another. So I hope this helps you and definitely share this episode with somebody you think that it would help. I think we all could benefit from taking things less personally and just owning who we are and feeling feeling good about who we are. So sending you lots of love and I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.